Welcome everybody to the podcast. Today we're uh, trying something new. Uh, we are the Deviant Gamers. Uh, I'm Bill. My name is Zach. My name is Dakota. And we are going to be going over some games. Uh, preferably we're going to be doing the day before uh, controversies, uh, conflict and all that that's going on with the game. Uh, concerns. Uh, we can't 100% disprove them. But we're going to do our best to kind of give our thoughts on what we're seeing in the wild on the internet. So this game looks like a scam. I'm going to come right out and say it. Um, it, it looks like these guys have fluffed themselves up to be something bigger than they are. Um, but <clears throat> I think that either they have nothing done with the game um, and they are just blowing it up out of the water um, or you know, something along those lines. Um, the devs have been really sketchy about this whole thing. I've been really digging into it. And um, it's just seeming not all on the up and up. Um, you know, we've, we've had issues with, uh, like, their copyright. Um, uh, apparently, um, this is from the devs. Um, they didn't have the game uh, name copyrighted um, until about five weeks before the game was supposed to release, um, which is very very sketchy um you know I, I'm, I'm gonna come right out and honest uh you know they they released the trailer for this game what was it two years ago and um they they didn't already have their name uh copyrighted then uh it, you know that makes no sense to me why would you not you know immediately like i'm working on a project this is the name of the game copyrighted so how long has the game been in the make for it's a couple years uh they've said four years um off of uh, you know their YouTube channel, um, I believe it's uh, Fantastic FNT uh, instead of uh, normal spelling of it. Um, yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they've said it's it's four years that they've had this going on, and uh, yeah, why they haven't had this game's name copyrighted uh, since at least then, I, I have no idea. Now. Did we ever get a name on the studio? That it's was... it's it's fantastic still. Oh, it's still fantastic. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I I believe they're somewhere out of Asia. Um, somewhere over in that region. Um, yeah. Yeah, they. The I don't know the the gameplay footage I seen. Uh, it kind of looked like it was running off the same engine as. PUBG. I mean, it was almost the same kind of quality. Uh, not saying that PUBG was bad, but it just seemed like they could have polished it a little bit better, seeing how it's been in, you know, production for four years. Well, the the part that I'm more concerned about with that is they came out and said that this game this game was supposed to launch um, in March. Um, and the fact that it looks like it does, um, especially when they their 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 beginning trailer that they launched of it. Now, obviously, they're you know when, when studios release trailers early on, those are very scripted. You know, they that's not typically um, actual gameplay that they use. They they'll, they'll build a trailer, um, but usually they'll use the engine that they're going to use. And it was an insane graphics downgrade uh, from that to this, this last 10-minute uh, footage that we got um, February 2nd of this year. Um, and it's, it's very 
concerning, at least to me. Now, wasn't they bringing a law out that was stating, like, they can't lie or show fluffed-up gameplay? Uh, I remember there was talks about that, but, you know, um, as it goes with any governments, it, you know, uh, I don't know if it ever got passed through, and um, since they're a dev that is not located in America, I, I don't know if American laws will apply to them the same way, um, how, how it works with them playing ball uh, and those kind of things. The other thing I was wondering is, I guess, if the game does come out, if it is a zombie outbreak or if it's a mute or a mutant kind of thing? Um, I believe the devs have said it's zombie. Um, you know, everybody's got their own variations of what it means to be zombie from, uh, like, 28 days later, uh, having it, like, being basically rabies um, to, like, The Walking Dead, where they're zombie zombies, uh, walking slow and all that stuff. Um, these zombies appear to be just regular undead people, um, they haven't shown off any special infections. Uh, they haven't shown off anything along those lines, which honestly, I'm, I'm kind of glad that they're just regular zombies because I, I'm a little worn out with every zombie game having 80 billion special infected, and they're all the exact same zombies. You've got your exploders. You've got your range zombies. You've got zombies that tie you up. You know, you've got big charger zombies, and then you've got your, you know, uh, Left 4 Dead style tank zombies where they're just giant bullet sponges that you know you just try and stay away from, um, and then you've got like your your witches where they'll, they'll you know you have to stay quiet or they'll just kill you. Um, so far, these ones look like just regular zombies. So uh, me at least, I'm excited about that, but they just look like zombies. Now the one thing that I was uh, I did see that they weren't really going for a story based game. They were more or less just send you out in the world and you survive. I mean, there'll probably be some sort of story element to it, but they say it's not going to be 100% based on a story element. Right. I have not seen anything of there being any sort of a story. Um, how they said this is supposed to kind of feel like is uh, Tom Can Tom Clancy's The Division games, um, where it's, it's, it's supposed to be an MMO. You... You get dropped in, you play with your friends online, and you you know you just go out and collect stuff and come back. But I mean, at least the division had some sort of story and concept to it. This is just it feels hollow. It's very just you're dropped in, and there's zombies, and there's other players, and you just collect stuff. Now it is going to be other players. It's going to be an open world where you are not only fighting for your life from zombies, but other humans. That's what they've said. Feel like I was kind of getting like division meets Daisy. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's and I think that's kind of what the devs were going for. Um, but you know, I again uh, the, the ten minute trailer, I I couldn't see any. You know, um, it looked very alpha. Um, there, the companion that they had with them, um, there was no talking between them, um, so I I couldn't tell if it was another player. Um, there was no, no HUD saying that there was another player like showing their health bar or anything like that. Um, there was there was nothing along those lines that showed that there was other people that were in the game at the same time. So this could be very well just like a we, we've got a person and they're walking around and doing stuff. 
Yeah, it, it lacked a bunch of information like HUD or... Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I was wondering if they were going to... Watching the trailer, I mean, obviously you're not going to see a whole lot, but I wonder if they're going to try to take a uh, Escape from Tarkov kind of... I don't think they're going anything that hard. Um, I think they would like it to be along those veins of you are you're going into an area, you're grabbing your supplies, and then you want to get out before the zombies find you. But I think it's supposed to be more in line with division than with with Tarkov, where escape isn't your goal, but you know just surviving is. Um, yeah, they again for for the ten minute footage that we got. Um, you know this this game again is supposed to be released the first of March, uh, and they were planning on before they changed the date to November, they were planning on releasing this game still, and this was going to be the, the footage that they were going to show everybody until the copyright issue supposedly pushed it back. Yeah, it's uh, I I don't know if I'd really trust it. I it seems like that. Was one of the most wished games. To... That's what the devs have said. Is it was one of the most wish listed games. Um, I haven't found anything that's proved that. I mean, like I, I could believe it because when the very first trailer dropped, it was it looked extremely promising. You know, like I, I would have loved to have had a game right along that, and I absolutely wish listed that game when I saw it out. Um, but then you know they they delisted it from Steam, uh, which they which is another odd coincidence because they they came out right away and said oh it's a bug that was not supposed to happen and then right after that they came out and said okay well it's not a bug we you know we 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 had somebody else that took the name of it um and we're gonna we've got lawyers on it we're working on it to get the the name back from that person uh since they sent us a cease and desist um and again what of that is true we, we don't know um this is just taking the devs word for it um all of their stuff that I've seen off of the devs is, you know, I, I don't even know what other games they have. Prop Night, I think, is the only one, which is another Steam game. But that's that's all I've ever seen from the dev. This is, you know, Prop Night is, it's a prop hunt game, except it's supposed to be kind of scary. Um, going from a small-scale multiplayer game where you've got a couple people and, you know, you've got minor things like that to what's supposed to be a massive multiplayer game, that, that's a huge undertaking for a dev to swap gears like that. And I I, I feel like they're trying to overpromise and they're hoping people are gonna gonna get them what they need and they're gonna generate enough hype on it that people will give them the supplies and the things that they need and then the game will just appear after that. Instead now, of them having the game and making it and people getting excited over what exists already. Now a couple other questions. Like uh what would a price tag you'd put on this game? And also, when they bring it out, you think they're going to bring it out as a alpha? Um, yeah. So, originally, it looked like they were it was going to be a $70 game, since that's the new price tag that all these game companies want, which I am extremely against. Um, but it looks like they would probably charge 60 or 70 bucks for it, um, which, honest to God, I would just from looking at what it is now, that's a concept that I think a lot of people will be willing to pay for. Um, seeing what I've seen of the raw gameplay footage, if that was what they were going to release in March and that's what they put out, I, I would say 40 would be a starting price, but I wouldn't pick it up for 20 
Yeah, I, I'd probably start out with, you know, 20 bucks, 25 bucks. If you, it, especially if it looks like it's going to be like a pre-alpha game or something. Something you, Right. It's going to be updated as... And as far as I knew, the devs had it was it was straight to launch. They were not going to do early access or uh, pre-build or anything like that. The game was going to be a you know a finished game right from the start. Yeah, I didn't see that happening. <laughs> not with that trailer. Yeah. Uh, it just. Uh, if I had to put my two cents in, I definitely I, I would go with it's probably gonna fizzle out and not come see the light of day my my honest opinion is i wouldn't say it was a scam but i would say they they are going to over promise and under deliver on this game um it, it's going to be cyberpunk's release all over again um the, i i don't think the game is going to be it's not going to have any of the functions um that they were promising to begin with which you know that's another thing from the 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 first trailer to this last gameplay footage that I saw that was different is you know at least in the beginning one they you saw that your person had outfits and there was a uh, temperature uh, meter on your screen when you look at the stats for uh, the new gameplay footage you you see a only in the um, the inventory menu you see a generic 100 out of 100 health bar you see a generic energy bar which i assume that means food and then you see a generic water bar um so if that's all they've got to it you know who knows that this that could be a, a a difficulty thing um that you could turn on or off that's where i was kind of getting with the PUBG kind of thing is it, it the inventory style and even the gameplay a little bit it reminds me a lot of PUBG. yeah just uh I mean, when PUBG came out, it was very, very scrappy, but it really polished out after a while. Right, and, and at the end of the day, with all this, um, you know, make make your own assumptions. Um, research. Mean, this is a game that you need to research before you ever give them money. Um, I would wait for the trailers. I would wait for the game to actually drop, and then decide. Um, I, I don't think I wait for the people that have the money to throw away on games to review them to review it and then maybe take a look at that stuff um because i you know this game is looking like it might turn out mediocre at best i mean i guess it'd be it's pretty bad calling it a scam i guess they haven't taken anybody's money yet it's more of a i don't know depending on how far the devs go with this i i think scam would be a fair word yeah um but you know th this could be that th these devs are just not much into this game yet and they've made some mistakes and you know they're trying to save face by saying this stuff and it's you know instead of it helping them it makes them look even more suspicious i mean when you have to come out about your game and say hey it's not a scam it's, you're probably not doing something right sounds like some of the scammer would say <laughs> exactly it sounds like something a scammer would say is like hey believe me please i promise i'm not lying to you and then you know give me your money so who knows? I, I hope, I really hope the game comes out good. Well, yeah. It, if it does, hopefully it's good. I mean, like you said, I, I'll probably let other people shovel money out before I do. Just not something I'm willing to take a risk on. Well, maybe at $25. Yeah, something. It would. This is a game where I would wait for it to be on sale 
even as is probably just just from the last footage which you know they've got you know what seven months now to polish the game up so who knows they could bring it back up to that original trailer standard we don't know you know hopefully that's i hope that's their end goal is to do that and not just make this a quick cash grab and hope they rode the hype train hard enough that people will just dump money into it yeah uh we're going to go ahead and uh, switch gears, and we're going to actually talk about games that aren't a scam and talk about games that are going to be coming out. And we're actually pretty excited for these ones. Uh, some have come out uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, some are re-releases, uh, remakes. So we're just going to be kind of talking about what we like about those games. Uh, so uh, the first one we have on our our list would be Atomic Heart. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited about this one. It's a, you know, a dystopian future where the war has been changed and the wrong side is won, and it, 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 you get to seem like battle. Well, you, you can't necessarily say wrong side is won because the Soviets did swap over to the Allied side. That's true. Uh, so, the, the, uh, alternate history. This is very Bioshock. It is very Bioshock. Uh, this is a, you know, a uh, Bioshock or a Fallout-inspired thing where it, technology has advanced completely differently than um, how we currently are. Um, you know, like Fallout, uh, they didn't invent, I believe, the capacitor, and so everything went atomic um, instead of how we currently have a highly computer-advanced grand uh, civilization. Uh, this feels like the same kind of vein, um, a odd-shaped uh, Russia, and I'm very excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be more of a, a slow build of horror uh, instead of just like uh, turn a corner and get the crap scared out of you because something jumped out at you. It, it seems like it's going to be more of a horror, psychological horror game. I mean, it'll have the horror base to it where you're worrying about what's going to be coming after you but i, I feel like yeah yeah supply wise i feel like it's going to be like uh maybe more of a resident evil horror feel where it's the tightness of supplies will get your heart pumping and also i feel like the environmental story telling um you know more along the lines of bioshock where everything's kind of in ruins your person who knows your person wakes up one day and the world has all completely changed and what you thought was is no longer right and uh, you know I, I feel like environment is going to be a huge impact on how the emotion works on this game yeah it's it, it the environmental uh, I, the, the some of the enemies that I read that you're going to be taking on is uh, you know, biomechanical uh, failures and also robotics. Uh, also, your mental health will be an enemy of its own, apparently. Uh, yeah, apparently, they decided to send in a mentally unstable soldier to go do research on this Well, that's, that's the best kind of protagonist in any game is a person who's absolutely crazy. I mean, there's so many games where your person is just unhinged from the start and you know, who knows what that's going to turn into. Could that be that, you know, half of this your person's just imagining? Could this be your person, the reason they're here to start with is because they're unhinged and, you know, the Soviets are like, hey, this is a good guy to experiment on because, you know, 
we can't have him just out doing normal stuff because you know who knows he murdered a bunch of kids i again this is all this is all guesswork here. who send, knows send the crazy in exactly well yeah and again is the person crazy before they get there or is the person crazy from the events or you know are they unrelated in any way he fought the war and is crazy from that or you know who knows yeah it uh it'll definitely be a neat story to come across uh it'll be coming out on all consoles except for the switch because the switch is uh you know it's the switch you might as well be trying to play these games on a psp but i'll I'll reserve my judgments after that (laughs) the switch is a good console uh you know uh I'm a little bit of a Nintendo fanboy. They've made fantastic games, but the Switch sucks. We'll yeah, be real honest. Especially when you got to pay sixty dollars to get Skyrim. Yeah, I mean it's it's a party console. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a console to have fun with your family. It serves its purpose and it serves it well. You just never expect to get a lot of graphical powerhouses on it. Um, I mean our. our our next game that we're getting ready to talk about, Hogwarts Legacy, I mean, that's a perfect case. It's coming out in July for the Switch, where everybody else is coming out in February and April. Um, you know? So, uh, before we move on to that one, though, so I'm going to throw this in. Uh, three different editions. Standard, edi- standard edition, gold edition, and premium edition for Atomic Heart. Uh, I mean, for pre there's a pre-order bonus. You get exclusive... Sw- Swede weapon skin and an exclusive Electro weapon skin, but along with uh, so your standard dish, d- edition, you get digital game copy. Um, your gold edition, along with your digital game copy, you get the Atomic DLC pass, along with an exclusive Polymer glove skin, and then with your premium edition, you get the DLC exclusive Polymer glove skin, and then I'm gonna butcher it, but exclusive. Zvetska weapon skin. Sure. Zvetska. Uh, and then, um, if you guys haven't guessed, we're not Russian. Um, we don't speak Russian, so. Uh, AK weapon skin, and uh, you get a digital art book with additional information about the game, and that's the three different editions you can choose from. Yeah, I miss the days of uh, you get like physical copies that had cool physical uh, bonuses to them. Fallout New Vegas, they had uh, that, that cool uh, like uh, little atomic case that came with it, and you got like you know uh, an art book that was a physical art book that you could look at, you know posters and special cards and stuff like that. I miss those eras. Yeah, I remember buying Black Ops Two, the uh, cargo case, I think it was. You get an RC plane and all this mm-hmm. other crap. Mm-hmm. And now it's like they expect you to spay, spend you know thirty bucks extra to have. Uh, some weapon skins and uh, some picture books. So you that can are... have leopard print on your AK. Yeah, you know, which, which if you know you want to spend your money on that, you spend your money on that. Um, you know, that's fine. You do what you want to do. Uh, just personal opinions here. You can be one of those kids who get beat because you take your mom's credit card and get a I don't know Fortnite dance and whatnot. Oh God, there's so many stories of kids spending thousands of dollars on their parents' credit cards from. Fortnite, which monetization in games is, is a plague upon that. Yeah, uh, but we're looking forward to that, hopefully seeing it February 20th. Uh, I know I definitely want to try it out. Uh, it's a 
they're going to be a single player game. It'll be some hack and slash and some sneaking elements. Uh, there will be some shooting, but like you said, it'll be scarce. So you probably have to be very diligent on how you use your ammo. But uh, on our next pick, oh, we got uh, Hogwarts Legacy, like you said earlier. Uh, I know a couple of us are excited for it. Uh, it looks very well made, and I would think what you know people that are behind it, it should be well made. Uh, that we're going to be looking forward to that on the PC uh, February 10th, and that will be also the PlayStation 5, the Xbox, and the Series X, and one. Oh, sorry. X and S and uh, the one. Uh, the reason we're looking forward to that is it seems like a open world game where you get to truly experience the Hogwarts and uh, you get to you know, you don't get to just see it in the movie, you get to actually experience it yourself. Uh, don't know what house you'll get, but you know, it's your choice. Uh, Which I wonder how they, I, I wonder how they're going to do that. I don't know if they've announced it, if you guys have seen it yet, um, how house selection works. Is it going to be like you just get to pick? Or is it going to be, it's going to ask you a bunch of questions? You so, know, the pick hat. There. There's, from what I understand, there's two different options. You can either just choose the house you want, or if you go on to, I believe it's wizard, wizarding world, like .com, uh, you can take a quiz, get sorted. And then you go from there. Uh, yeah, the uh, the other things you look forward to, and that is uh, you uh, there'll be some casting uh, spells. Obviously, you're a wizard or a witch, whatever you choose. Uh, you'll get to explore the Forbidden Forest uh, and land outside of the Hogwarts school. Uh, you'll come against uh, dark uh, wizards, trolls. And you also get to train mystical bees. Right, I saw something about um, your supposed first enemies, and it's going to be um, there's a goblin rebellion, goblin uprising, something along those lines. I don't quite know, but um, yeah, I mean, obviously the big bad's going to end up being yeah evil wizards, and you know, there, there's going to be some greater plot. Well, for what I understand, it's pretty much a moral based game where you can choose your path, whether you want to go good or whether you want to go evil. Really? Oh, that's just like one of the games we're also going to be talking about, Fable. But, uh... So it's like... Oh, wait, no, wasn't it only one that had the moral compass? Um, so they all had moral compasses. Um, they all worked differently, though. Um, Fable 4, uh, hopefully does it closest to how Fable 1 did it. Um, somebody forgot to their phone like an absolute idiot, but that's fine. Um, yeah. Um, good moral systems are very hard to get right. Um, you know, who can say what's moral and just, especially, you know, depending on the, uh, the time or situation. You know, it usually comes down to societies and stuff like that. Um, this game is supposed to take place, what, when was it? That this game happens, it's it's before uh, the it, it, the it, Harry Potter main so, series. So Harry Potter itself takes place. Uh, the book itself takes place between ninety eight or ninety one and ninety eight, but the game uh, is actually going to be taking place way before that in the eighteen hundreds. It will be an open world RPG, 
it, it it looks really good, well polished. Uh, apparently, I mean, obviously, with every main character that you play as, you you hold the key to threatens that you know something about you getting. I don't know. You've got some sort of power, <laughs> or you you know you're stereotypical chosen one for some reason. Yeah, it, it just it, it comes down to you being a threat to the higher ups. From what I understand, I mean, I kind of get the like it reminds me of like Until Dawn in a way where it's like your choices impact the game. Yeah, uh, now that I'm also wondering if they're going to turn this into uh, like we were talking about on uh, Days Gone, if it's going to be a online game where talking days gone or day before uh, day, two, day, day before uh, day before uh, where do you interact with other students that are actual other players or is this just all you doing the story yourself this is a single player game fully single player but you do interact with other students that are in there um, so yeah you you this game is it's completely you. You play it all by yourself. But um, from what I've heard, uh, big influences on the story happen from doing side quests, helping other players. Well, not other players. So my bad. Um, helping other um, NPCs. Um, I've heard those will drastically change uh, how the story shapes, um, depending on who you help, who you don't help. It's along those lines. So that might tie back into the morality system, um, which again. I know nothing about um, this game wasn't really one of my uh, top picks my wife is a huge Harry Potter nerd so she's going to be the one that's all into it um, and I'll hear it from her um, how she liked it but um, yeah I've never been a huge fan of the Harry Potter series um, they're, they're, they're okay but um, I've got other things I'm more interested in yeah I, I, I'll, I'll really tell you how much I know about Harry Potter or even the Hogwarts universe at all, uh, if anybody can answer this question. So did, did Dumbledore start the school? No. 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 Okay. I think he's just the current... Yeah, he's just the headmaster. Um, spoilers if you haven't seen any of the movies from, like, you know, five or six years ago, but, you know, before he dies. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think even in the, uh, the, uh, the other movies, he is... Not even the the dean yet. He's just Are you referring to um, the uh, Mr. Fan- Beast? Fantastic. Or, yeah, Fantastic yeah. Beast. Yeah, which he wasn't really in until he's mentioned in like the second one, but he wasn't in it until like the third. Right, which he's not he's not tied to the school at all. Not this. Yeah, I thought he was just a guy. I haven't watched it yet. I, again, I haven't seen any of them either. They're, um, they're all just a guy. Um, yeah, I well, I mean, here's the thing. I I watched the the main movies. Um, but I just was not interested in the, the prequels. I just they had nothing for me. Um, they all looked not the greatest. Um, that's just my personal opinion again. Um, yeah, they, uh, it, they, it definitely looked, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, but the game looks really good, so I, I, I definitely want to try playing it. Now, um, as far as regarding, like, um, recent controversy, or I guess really their only issue that they've had so far is uh, there was an issue where Warner Brothers uh, 
apparently canceled a bunch of pre-orders just out of nowhere. Really? No, I haven't heard of anything about that. Again, I'm not going to keep too, uh, too updated on this game because I don't know about it. But it's... It wasn't necessarily anything like Warner Brothers was like canceling the game or pushing it. It just... They just canceled... Plug in their system yeah. or something? They claimed... They said it wasn't a bug, but... You, could, you get a forced refund. But pretty much what they were saying was like, if your pre-order got canceled, just re-pre-order it. I wonder if they thought they had inflated numbers and they forced canceled a bunch of like maybe suspicious accounts or something like that where they... Who knows how that stuff works. Uh, yeah, the... The numbers could be, I don't know, yeah, they could have got worried, maybe bots or something buying it, and they're like, we gotta pull this back out and put it back in, so people we know are actually buying it. Well, speaking of games that uh, have been yanked around and stuff like that, Dead Island 2, um, that's that's gonna be an exciting one. Um, I, I was a pretty big fan of the first one. Um, you know, uh, that, that game is, uh, is shaping it's actually technically the third one in the series, but I think they're making Riptide a part two. Yeah, I for some reason I was thinking Riptide was the first one. Uh, I don't even was it just Dead it Island? It was just Dead Island it for just, yep, yep. Dead Island, and then Riptide happened. Um, you know, after the events of the first game, it's it's immediately after, and it's the exact same characters. Um, it's it's literally it's the same engine. Almost everything is the same. The the weapons all feel the same. The gameplay is the exact same. Um, I never got really big into it because I just I didn't quite care for it. Now, uh, Dead Island and Dying Light are they supposed to be the same universe? Or are they two no different no? Um, so it was originally so the reason those games are both so similar is because they were both. Um, if I remember correctly, they were both developed by Deep Silver and Techland um, together, um, or they were developed by Techland and then got removed over ideological differences, and Deep Silver continued with um, Dead Island. Um, so, basically, I believe Techland built the entire framework over it, and uh, Deep Silver swooped in and, and finished it up after Techland was removed. Um, but no, they are not supposed to be the same same universe. Um, even though, if you notice, a lot of like the, the zombies, especially the special effects, are almost the exact same. Um, but yeah, no, they are not not shared universe in the slightest. Yeah, they uh, talking about the devs and all. They they went through a few different publishers or developers. Yeah. They were, uh, I think, it's Dam Buster is doing it now, but. Uh, they went through two or three, I think, and then hopefully it's polished really good. I mean, it uh, the other Dead Island really did not disappoint. So, hey, I I, I liked Dead Island one pretty good. Um, Dead Island Riptide, um, I, I was hoping that they were gonna clean up the game a little bit over uh, the the previous Dead Island, but it was the exact same game to me. So uh, you know, uh, who knows. Now, uh, Dead Island 1 took place in Australia, I think. I, honestly, I couldn't tell you. I think it was a made-up place. Oh. Um, it was, uh, I think, a chain of islands. 
And then, then Riptide also was at the exact same location, same, place, same yeah. location, same characters. Everything was the exact same. And now they're moving Dead Island Two to Los Angeles. I think that's what I read. Yes, Los Angeles. Yep. Is uh, I don't know if they're gonna do all of Los Angeles. If they're gonna do kind of like a uh, Dead Rising Three, where you have just so far you can go because it's quarantine zoned or something. Um. I would imagine it's going to be something along those lines, or um, or it's going to be shrunk down a good bit. Um, maybe it's going to be a. Uh, I, I think it's supposed to be a, like copy of Los Angeles, not like Grand Theft Auto, where you've got Los Santos instead, where it's not really the city, but it's close, um, inspired by. I think it's supposed to be the city. Um, and I've seen this one's supposed to be um, a lot less serious of a game. This one's supposed to be a little bit more goofy. Um, whereas, uh, you know, Dying Light, Dying Light 2, which just came out, was a much more a, a heavy, serious game. Uh, this one's supposed to be a little bit goofier. The characters look like they're going to be goofier. The tone looks like it's going to be a lot lighter. You know, uh, people yeah. tend to lose their stuff uh, during an apocalypse, I would assume, so... You know, who knows? This this is, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to go heavily story-based or if it's just, you get a light story and it's going to be a lot of sandboxing or... I, I think they're they're probably going to follow the beats of uh, Dead Island um, where it's going to be, it's got a pretty good story to it. You've got, uh, you know, your stereotypical RPG elements where you're running around, you're, you know, killing zombies, you're doing side quests, um, um, things along those lines. Um, you have uh, named characters all over again. Um, you know, where you play as a character. You don't just play as a nobody. Um, and I believe, uh, this isn't confirmed, but I believe they're going to do the same thing where your person is immune to affection somehow, just like the first games were. Um, where you, you know, your person, that doesn't matter if you get bit, like how in Dying Light, you know, your, your person is is bit and so he's slowly turning and you have to take antizen to not be turning or you know uh, how, how Dead Rising had it where you had to get antizen or what, what, what was it called in, in Dead Rising? Was uh, it also antizen? Zombrex. Zombrex, that's right. Um, yeah, your, your person had to take a Zombrex dose once every 24 hours and not turn. Um, I believe your character is probably just going to be, you know, uh, one of those lucky immunes, which honestly, I don't think they ever explained how that Worked in the first Dead Island, and I, you know, I never finished Dead Island two, so maybe they explained it in that. But did they ever explain where the virus came from? Dead um, Island? I I believe they did, but I don't remember. Yeah, um, it, it's been a long time. You know, I played that game back on the the three sixty. Mm-hmm. I haven't touched it since. I'd love to get back into it at some point, but now the are they gonna do character building, or is it you get this guy and it is, you get, as far as I know, it is, you get this guy. Um, there are, I think, maybe four or five players that you get to pick from. Um, or I should say this person. Think of just like uh, Dead Island, where you had um, you had the uh, security girl who was really good with guns. Um, and so her character and all of her skill points that she'd get as she leveled up were based around like doing ranged attacks. Um, and then you had um, the um, 
other girl who was all about blades. I don't really remember what her background was, why the reason was, but she was she was just really good with blades. Um, and then you had the DJ guy who was just a big dude and was good at uh, blunt weapons. Um, and then you had the ex jock who had a busted knee that was you know all his bonuses were around throwing stuff. Um, you know, yeah, they were all very stereotypical characters, um, like super stereotypical characters. But I think that's kind of how this one is going to be. Um, who knows if it's going to be each person has their own specialties and their own unique skill trees. But um, I believe they are all named unique characters, and you get to pick between, you know, which named character you want. That's who you play as. Yeah. From, from what I understand, it's only three-player co-op. Yeah, only three-player co-op. Which it seems like a very odd number. Like it is. I mean, it's always, it's almost always been two or four. That's always been the cut. Wasn't it State of Decay three? Uh, there was another one. State of Decay two. Um, it could be. I played that game solo. I'm kind of a loser and don't hang out with a lot of people. But you know, <laughs> I remember there's another game where it's it's a three player co op. Not yeah. There there's been there's been others. Oh, it was Aliens Fire Team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Aliens Fire Team. Yeah, which, which was not a great game. I can't it, uh, you know, I played that one solo too, but the AI was horrible and clunky. And you, you could almost not play it past you know normal if you had the AIs with you, just because they were so. It was a very unhelpful. tower defense game, and it was yeah, it was very. Which I mean, you know, you know, people can like what they like, but. I'm not about tower defense. <laughs> oh. I can do it every now and again. I've I've got to be in the mood. Yeah. yeah. What, what's the other game that's just like it? Is uh, Vermintide? Vermintide Medieval? Yeah, just just Vermintide. Uh, oh. Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Um, the Warhammer universe has dozens of games, um, you know, ranging all spectrums of stuff. But yeah, um, no, Vermintide's not tower defense at all. Um, it's got point defenses in it where it's like, okay, now you have to fight off waves of enemies, but I would not call that a tower defense in the slightest because it's not like protecting this thing from getting destroyed and stop the enemies. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, it's still a good game. Yep. Uh, we're hoping to see Dead Island 2 in April, so uh, April 28th, 2023, and all consoles besides a Switch. I mean, that would be a common theme with most of these. Yeah, and who knows with these? Um, these all have uh, you know tentative console releases. They could decide you know a year or two from now that they will throw it on the Switch, or the next console that comes out from Nintendo. Uh, you know, who knows? Now a game that we all are excited about. Well, all at the table <laughs> uh, that we are excited about is the Sons of the Forest. We played the crap out of the Forest. Uh, beat it a few times. Uh, well, you two have beaten it. I, I, I've gotten most of the way through it, but I just can never figure, uh, bring myself to finish it. it, it it's, it's a good story, and I like the gameplay is you drop in, you got two objectives. Make a tent, find Timmy. That's it. It doesn't really tell you how to find Timmy. You gotta find Timmy. Uh, the... The best part about it is, is just, I mean, it's all hack and slash. 
There's no, I mean, I think there's a little stealth to it. I um, mean, there's definitely stealth to it. Um, it's just, it's a crafting experience, too. Yeah, and then uh, very environmental-based. Uh, I hope that they're going to keep a lot of that in uh, Sons of Force, which it looks like it is, and a really polished uh, crafting system out, too. Um, it, the enemies look like they're going to be way worse. Uh, I mean, you're not going to just have cannibals. You're going to have mutants. Uh, and you, the, the other nice thing is, even with your when you're playing with other people, uh, you get an AI that can kind of do those mundane a uh, acts where you're just, you don't want to go collect wood, you don't want to collect this. You just tell them to go collect it, and you go off and do whatever you're going to do. Uh, it, it, it doesn't, we're not sure if it's going to go off of the uh, at Timmy on the first one, or if it's a totally different uh so it's the same island um which i mean along with you got you got your bigger mutations and like harder enemies but i mean it kind of evens out because the fact that you're coming back to the island equipped so you have your weapons you have your you have modern equipment so it kind of evens out yeah the uh what is it the Base building looks like it's going to be a lot different. Uh, like you said, you're going to have guns. I don't know if it's going to start you out with them or you can find find them or build them. Uh, the other thing is I'm kind of wondering if you can find the sites that you go through in the first game and kind of see, I don't know, if you, kind of like the old map or if it's going to be all hidden. Which, I don't know, has it been confirmed? Is this the exact same location, or is this a new location? It is the same island. It is the same island. Um, yeah. And it, is this set as a prequel or a sequel, or have they said? Uh, is this going to be one of those things where they just come out of the woodworks and are like, surprise, this is what it is? I mean, I would assume it's a sequel because they're, from what I understand, they're trying to end what's going on on the island. That's why they come back equipped. Well, I heard the reason they're coming back is because it's... Um, there's a billionaire on the island that sent off an SOS that they're coming to rescue. That's what I heard. This is a private military force not tied to the government, which is probably why you don't get any, you know, any backup after the game uh, starts is because they're, you know, your guys are kind of on their own. Well, like I said, you get you get one AI, or no, you can get different, I guess you call it companions, of Virginia that it didn't look like she's like fully mutated or lost her mind or how whatever you want to call that happens to the Virginias in the first game, mm -hmm. and then you get another guy that was a part of your squad, and like I said, you get you get them to do the mundane tasks that you don't want to do, collect wood and yada yada yada. Right, which I I have personally I have not seen anything about that. Um, I knew you got companions. It's essentially a three armed companion that's mute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so are they going to treat this like a like a dog meat from Fallout, where you like send them on, like you tell them, "Hey, go pick this up." Or... So it's essentially, you have a notepad where you select the task you want done, and you show it to them, 
But are I, they immortal? That's him or yeah, you know, I'm just going to skip the ethical questions of all that, of making, like, a what used to be human or two humans and just being like, hey, go go collect this, you know, and I'll, I'll feed you a biscuit later. See, I don't think it's like you give them anything. It's just you have them just go do stuff. Ha, huh, wow, that's... I mean, yeah, cool, <laughs> cool. I Either way, I mean, it's a really cool mechanic. Um, you know, and it definitely... It definitely helped do it. Right. But, uh, I mean, with that being said, I mean, so there was a, I won't really call it an announcement, but update. Um, so because of all the delays, the pushbacks and everything, they are still keeping the release date as February 23rd, but they are releasing it as an early access, as access game. Right. Instead of a full release, just to get it out and get input on it. Which I mean, that's what they did with their the forest too, didn't they? Didn't they start that in early I don't access? Even think, I, don't I don't even so. think it ever no. got out of early access. It's not in early access anymore. They, they've. I don't yeah. think it ever was early I, access. I, was I thought they've stopped updates on that. I'm pretty sure it's it's done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you know, they might put out some quality of life, some patches or something like that. But I'm pretty sure they're like finished tweaking anything they're going to tweak in the game. Right. Which again, the the first forest, I you know, it, it's a really good idea. Um, I like a lot about that. Um, it's a little rough around the edges, but I still I think it's a game that's absolutely worth picking up. Um, so hopefully this one's going to be you know the same way. Um, and then another one of our exciting games that we want our games we're excited about is uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't know if we have a confirmed actual release date for that, but not that a, I've been able to find. I found it's supposed to come out this year, late twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're probably gonna hit this, you know, around holiday season. Um, a lot of big game companies like to do that because you know, parents are buying games for kids and things like that. Uh, it's supposed to be back to back to original form. They said this is gonna be a tribute to. Um, the original Assassin's Creed, the very first one. Um, uh, I believe it's supposed to take place in the same area. They said you're supposed to. I mean, I, c- I could be wrong, but I think they said that you're supposed to be um, back at the original um, Assassin's Temple. Um, you know, but this is set during the time of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, a little bit before, because you're playing as uh, Basim, who is. Um, one of the assassins that teaches Eivor what they're doing in uh, Valhalla. Um, you 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 are playing as their coming of age story um, when they are first becoming an assassin. Um, and yeah, I, I I'm getting a very um, Assassin's Creed revelation uh, from this one. I, I don't know if you guys have played that one or not. Um, you're supposed to have a bunch of ga- gadgets and things that you can do, but you are an assassin. You are not really supposed to stick around and fight. You're supposed to, you know, hit and run tactics and use these gadgets to help you uh, lose enemies or poison targets or, you know, do all those things. And, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of the open world games, but I, I miss the old school stuff. Now, did they give the ability to swim yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I don't know if there's going to be any real water sources in this place for your person to drown, but... You know, at least it was realistic. You know, your person's got on a bunch of bunch of heavy cloaks and chainmail and stuff like that. Yeah, you're probably not going to be coming up too easy. 
Um, it always cracked me up. A man who can swan dive from a balcony into hay, but you touch the water, you're dead. Well, okay. yeah, but like, you know, you, you've got a bunch of swords and knives and, and, and heavy things, and then, uh, again, a billion layers of cloth and chain mail wrapped into that. Yeah, that's a lot of weight to try and get up from. Um, you know, so at least it was a little bit, you know, on there, but I mean, I really did enjoy, uh, like, Odyssey and uh, Valhalla, but it'll be nice to kind of go back to simplicity. Which I've heard that's their plan, is they're going to do alternate releases now. Of They're going to do a um, old school style, and they're going to do the new school. Um, so the next two games that they've got announced past those, which nobody really knows anything about, is um, Red, I believe is the code name for it. So this one is supposed to be set in um, feudal Japan. Um, oh. I don't specifically know the time period. I'm assuming it's going to be, you know, Sengoku area, uh, the Warring States of Japan. Uh, you know, you, you, I think he plays a ninja. Um, and then after that, you're, uh, you've got Assassin's Creed X, which looks like it's going to be, you know, maybe a Scandinavia, um, German forests. Um, all you can really tell from the trailer is it's, you know, you're, you're in a heavily forested area. Um, and based off of the title, um, I'm getting a very, you know, uh, witch-like vibe. Um, you know, so it definitely gives off the vibe to me of being more, you know, uh, Middle Ages. Now, the, the movie, I, what... What, was, when they brought the movie out, was that kind of going over all of it, or where were they kind of going with the, with the movie? The, the Assassin's Creed movie? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was really anything too specific. I think it was just... <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be... It's... <sighs> I, I think there was a, a game, not a, like, not a mainline game, or maybe there was just a comic or something like that. I, I didn't really care, because it wasn't something that you'd play like on your Xbox or but, um, yeah, it was kind of its own thing, and it was another video game adaptation movie that the people who made it just didn't give two craps about the game and didn't pay attention besides, you know, a cursory glance. And they're like, oh, yeah, Animus, that's a thing. And then they hooked the dude up into a, uh, you know, a weird contraption and let him, let him fling and fly about. And, you know, yeah, the story was... They could have done a lot better. No, it wasn't going to... The Assassin's Creed series, I always thought they were a PlayStation exclusive, but... No, no, absolutely not. not. Yeah, I guess not. I'm I'm an Xbox person, but I always thought it was a PlayStation exclusive. Well, the original Assassin's Creed, you know, I don't really think those were your types of games either, because they're, they're so methodical. You cannot get into combat at all. Um, you, I mean, you can, but your chances of dying is really high, especially earlier on. And then on top of that, your your whole combat thing is is uh, counter because you can't fight. Like if you try and just like swing at the guys, they'll they'll you know they'll typically block your shot and they'll just kill you. But I mean, uh, I've always been a big fan of like the stealth games. I have too. Like, I love stealth games. Between um, like Assassin's Creed, Hitman. Oh, Dishonored. Dishonored is one of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, I'm into stealth games. I like, you know, sniper elite kind of stuff. But you know when it's but yours are, are proactive stealth games, not you know. 
I think if I remember, I forget which hitman it was, uh, but I remember going through a cornfield and barrotting everybody, you know, pulling them into the cornfield. Oh, God, and take, I think that was blood money. <laughs> take it. Taking him to the wood chipper. Yes, I, I remember, I specifically remember watching you spend an hour trying to slowly murder everybody in the entire area, and by God, you did it. You did it right in front of other people, and somehow they didn't notice you. I remember that was, it was so awful trying to watch that. I, I, it was funny, though. I, I, I forgot how to disguise yourself or hide or whatever through the game so everyone just died yep just shot everybody yep i remember that didn't have a lot of points at the end so i wouldn't call that stealth you played a stealth game but i don't know if i'd call it stealth leroy jenkins everything um, but no like kind of back to this that's great uh i mean it is available for pre-order but there's no no dates yeah no pre- yeah no definite date it just says come in 2023 probably holidays are they gonna try to sell you with the packages also? It's it's Assassin Ubisoft. Delete, it's know? Ubisoft. Of course they are. They're yeah, gonna have a hundred and fifty dollar edition that gives you basically nothing else besides maybe a season pass. You get a yeah. So you, you got your a, you got your standard edition, which is the game. You got your deluxe edition, which is game, and then you got your deluxe pack, which um it locks the locks a Prince of Persia inspired outfit, eagle and mount skins, weapons and more, digital collectibles. Uh, Digital art book, soundtrack, and then you have a they have a collector's case, which is also available on the digital edition. Pay a hundred dollars and you can get your assassin uh, a thousand count red robe or whatever you want to call it. Um, Look, if they sent me a real life assassin's a uh, thousand count red robe, um, you know I'm not gonna complain too hard. It does include uh, physical content such as uh, the same figurine, um, kind of perched on. On a ledge, kind of deal. Yeah, I saw uh, that. That looked pretty cool. Steelbook case. Uh, maybe the okay. So that is under just the physical edition. Um, steelbook case, soundtrack, art book, map, and collectible. Get a collectible brooch. Yeah. It's, 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 well, I mean, you know, it's Assassin's Creed. That's about all I can say. Yeah. Uh. But uh, some of the other, I mean, I, we could dive into some of the remakes we're kind of looking forward to. Um, the I know the whole hit show that's going on now, The Last of Us. I I don't I don't know if it's a remake or a re-release. I guess this is a this is a remake. So yes, it's, it's technically remastered. But I would say okay, so I would say it's a cross between a remake and. A um, they didn't just up the graphics like you typically get in remastered. Um, they also, um, from what I've read, they have put in um, your uh, like your upgraded uh, combat and stealth mechanics and stuff like that. They put in some things like that from The Last of Us Part Two. Um, so it's not just a you know polished up graphics because they already did that for the PlayStation Four version. Again, this game did come out on the PlayStation 3. Um, and now it's, you know, moving up. Which is a game I will absolutely deserve to come out on every console. Uh, people need to play this game. You know, it, it pulls at the heartstrings. It's a fantastic game. Um, I wouldn't spend, you know, the 70 bucks or whatever they're going to, that they've asked for. Because it's already out on the PlayStation 5 and it's coming out on the PlayStation or on the 
coming out on PC uh, March 3rd. But, um, you know, I, I've played it just this past year again, and it's it's a it's still a fantastic game. Now, I know there's only two of us that's at this table that, you know, uh, watch the show, but uh, I, 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 I think it did pretty, pretty good at keeping to the game storyline. I mean, uh, they're doing well, it was really... what episode three that just happened. Yeah, yeah, they changed all of that. Yeah, did they? Yes, they did. Um, you've you've watched already, right, Dakota? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have not watched it. I'm not really interested in it because I think the game did a good enough job of telling the story that you know I'm glad they made it because it hopefully gets more people interested in it. But you know, I've already seen what's going to happen. I already know. So unless they do something and change it, everything which would you know honestly just make me mad. Um, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, you know, the, um, the whole gay couple thing, uh, which, you know, I don't, I don't care about them being gay, it's whatever, um, but that wasn't how it went down in the game. Um, how it went down in the game was, you know, the, they encountered the, uh, one of the two men, um, the, the one that is the prepper, um, and, you know, they, they had a whole interaction and, like, you know, it, it helped you kind of feel for this guy. Like, this dude was a very crotchety and cranky dude um, who, like, you really didn't want to like. Um, and then right at the end of the interaction that you have with him, you find out that his, his, his lover, who I believe you thought, or he thought at least, uh, left him. I don't remember if he thought he left him or he knew about him the whole time. Um, but you, you find that he, he hung himself. Um, yeah, it's not like, it, it's not like the episode. Right, which I heard it was a whole assisted suicide thing, which feels very... Rewritten. Yeah, yeah, very rewritten and very almost forced political because there's such a big push for the medically assisted suicide um, happening around the world right now. Um, and hopefully that's not the case, and hopefully the, the, the people just thought that it would matter and it would impact more doing it this way um but yeah i mean you, you could feel in the in the game the raw emotion from the guy you know because you you come across the, the person still tied up um and it's it's very impactful you can hear him immediately get choked up and it drives that point home that this guy is such a it feels like such a crotchety man because of what life has done to him and it's like you know he no wonder he is the way he is because you can feel the loss in his voice you know how he how he reacts and it really just drives home how would you feel you know if your if your loved one you know were to do something like that and now you're all alone for years yeah, that's, that's, um, that's true you know uh, and, and especially how would you feel um coming across a very private moment like that. Um, yeah, they definitely rewrote it a lot different on the, on the TV show than they did the game. But, I mean, the, the first two episodes, they kept it pretty pretty true to the game. Uh, it, I don't... I, for some reason, I haven't played the game for so long, but I always thought his the uncle or whatever, his brother... Uh, died in the beginning when they were going through town or something. It was, which again, you know, spoilers, I guess, um, for a game that came out on the PlayStation 3, but 
Um, the old days. The old days, yeah. Um, so it was implied that he died. Tommy died. Um, but the last that you, you see of Tommy is, um, like in the game, the last that you see of Tommy until way, way later on is at the very beginning where he lets um, Joel and Sarah escape the bar while he's barring the door and he's got his gun in hand while he's trying to fight off the infected. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that is the end of what you as the player gets to see um, between them. Um, and I'm, I'm, if I'm right, you get to see like him a lot more during the actual uh, show, or uh, you see him on the first episode. Uh, he survives a lot longer. I mean, you get to see he survives a lot longer with with Joel, right? Least. And then uh, the second episode, you don't see him at all. But mm-hmm. apparently, what's driving the show is him going to rescue him or something like that. Uh, well, I shouldn't say driving the show. I mean, obviously, you have the storyline where he's trying to get her to this facility so they can make a cure for this right. virus. But it, it kind of is like a half and half. Like He's doing this to go get his brother, but he's also doing this because she's a cure. Yeah, in the game, if I'm remembering correctly, um, his brother happened to be a stopping point on the way past that i don't think he really cared yeah they, um, they, they show him they he's worried about him in the show yeah not not at all in the game i uh, joel is very um a very bitter character which i mean god of course i, I couldn't imagine um going through what he did you know i've got a little girl of my own it breaks my heart every time i see that opening scene i'm, I'm not afraid to admit that i cry when i watch that you know that kills me inside um but, yeah, you know, um, he doesn't really care about his brother. They're very odds. I right. wouldn't say he doesn't care about him. But, you know, um, Joel is very much, you know, like, I'm going to look out for myself, whereas Tommy joined the Fireflies and did all the stuff with them. But yeah, he was just a, a checkpoint on the journey. Right. It, it, yeah, it's a... I mean... As far as right now, the the, the show is kind of you know been a pretty good one to one. But it, at the it, end of the day, for me, it's positive. As long as they can keep it staying a positive thing for the Last of Us, hopefully that drives the devs to keep making fantastic games. I was not a fan in the slightest of Part Two, um, and I I couldn't see how they would possibly make Part Three have anything to do with those characters. I feel like they'd have to make a completely new story. Um, um, but hopefully it keeps driving good press for them and they are incentivized to make a a good game again. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if they're going to, if the seasons are going to go like The Last of Us and then Part 2 is going to be Season 2. and then I'm, I'm very worried about that. There was such a mixed buzz about The Last of Us Part 2. So I was... Reading, I thought it did say part two was confir- or season two is confirmed to be part two. Really, I have not see. I have not heard anything. Again, I'm not interested in the show uh, just personally because you know, I like the game so much. But that's very uh, I've interesting. Not- I've noticed is like the TV show. Oh, uh, what 
first episode, I forget where it ended, but uh, it seemed like what you could do in 15, 20 minutes in a game, it took them an hour to do a story on the show. Right, which that's, you I'm, know, all mediums are expressed differently. Um, you know, when you're doing a show, you've got so much more that you have to physically show people. Um, and you can't throw too much at them at once, or else people aren't going to pay attention. It's going to look too busy. Um, whereas games, uh, because you have that extra set of agency, um, everybody can explore at their own pace and can get it at their own pace. And it, it won't even matter if you spend six hours if the game's good enough, you know? Right. Whereas the, a movie or a show has to hook you and has to keep you hooked, or else you're just changing to something else that's not boring. Now, would you say The Last of Us was an open world, or is it just a, a main lane, or mainline um, story? Yeah, so it is It is a linear story. Um, in those stories, uh, in, in those paths, you, you know, you've got um, a little bit of, um, like, an open level design. Um, but it is very much, you are going point A to point B. Um, there are no real detours in your path. There's some little like places that you can choose not to explore on your way through, but it is it is not a sandbox in the slightest. It is definitely like you are on a journey, and your goal is to complete this journey. And there's a, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of this game we played way back in the day. It kind of reminds me of The Last of Us, but it wasn't. There wasn't a mutation enemy kind of factor. It was just other people. And it was black and white. It started out, and you had to climb a bridge. It was very uh, agility-based. Not agility-based. Like, you, you had to get over before you ran out of action. I Am Alive. That is it. I Am Alive. That was an Xbox arcade game for the 360. It wasn't uh, very long, I don't think. No, it was not. It was really hard. Um, some of those games were really you have a gun, but you get, like, a bullet, um, and you have to, you basically use your gun to intimidate people, and then, you know, they're hostile, and you, you get close enough, and you use your machete to take them down. Your health is super limited, your life is super limited, your vision is super limited. Very, very hard game. Good story, though. Yeah, I, it, it kind of... Um, yeah, the la yeah, it would, I would say that's a good, a fair um, theme comparison about the world having moved on. Right. I'm definitely excited to play The Last of Us again. On the, it's coming back out on the PS5, and then uh, it's already out on the PS5. Is it September 2nd? It came out last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, March 3rd, it comes out on PC. So for anybody who wants, you know, all the graphics you can physically shove through that game, which it's a gorgeous game, even on the you know the PlayStation 3 version. Um, yeah, look forward to it March 3rd. Yeah, PlayStation 3 came out. In 2006. This thing's almost what, 16 years old, yep. 17 years old. about. <laughs> I remember getting one. But it's one. you know it, it's one of those games where it's it's a you know it's a classic game you know. Oh yeah. Uh, another remake we're excited about. Well, I don't know about excited, but but uh, the Resident Evil Four uh, the remake the Re the Resident Evil games themselves they're they're really good i mean really good story uh they do a good job of explaining a lot of stuff and the even though they, they well they retcon the story every game but you know right i still agree it, they, they've all got really good stories even though the world changes every other day for them uh 
the I don't know, I'll be honest, I don't remember what four was. I remember so one, two and three. Four you play as a Leon S. Kennedy, um, the protagonist from um what was it, Resident Evil Two I believe. Raccoon City, whichever one was running on um that one. Um but uh you now um are a basically a secret service agent. Um and the daughter of the president has been kidnapped held hostage um in a foreign country um that is very um small village uh spain i believe um is where it is um been kidnapped by a local lord and you are there to rescue her ashley i believe is her name one of the worst uh video game characters of all time isn't it isn't it crazy the the world and shambles and virus infection but we've still got the president uh, well until you uh have to kill him in five. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah you yeah leon has to shoot the president that's that, that was that was leon not not us don't don't, yeah. don't come after us yeah that in the game <laughs> oh but uh yeah now i remember it's uh it's like a village or whatever and it's yep. the you start off in a village and then you move into the uh the local lord's castle and back half the game and it's uh the villagers are kind of like normal people, but they are infected with this. Uh, the Las Plagas yeah. uh, parasite. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a virus this time. It's a parasite. Um, if you guys have ever watched the uh, the anime Parasite, it's basically that. They, you know, they take over their brains and goop their heads. And, you know, if you, you blow their heads off of some of them, then they grow blade tentacles. And you got to shoot that off, too. It's really good. Um you know, I, I think a lot of people would say that that's probably their favorite game in the series is, is 4. Um, this remake, they're planning on changing a bunch of stuff up. Um, changing quick the story a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think they're going to do quick type events in this one. Um, it's supposed to be more akin to the other two remakes um, or uh, maybe uh, Resident Evil 8 uh, Village. I'm excited for it. Uh, I'm gonna be real honest. I, I was a big fan of all of them. I, I you know, um, it took me until uh, Resident Evil Five to really get into the series. Um, you know, I was a lot younger in the other ones, and the uh, the tank controls and the cameras really threw me off the first couple games, and I couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, all the, all this new stuff, I'm a, I'm a big fan of what they're doing with it. You know, even if the story gets really goofy and convoluted, it's good games. The uh, I I think on six the the, the co-op on it is excellent. It, it, I mean it's one of two games that you can do co-op on. Yeah, five and six, yep. And it, it does a really good job on the co-op. Uh, gives it's you a lot fun. of freedom. It's fun. You know, I've heard other people say this, but it's a, it's a video game ass video game. It is very, you know, you're yeah. playing a game. It feels good. Now, the only thing I never liked about the Resident Evil games, they kind of made you feel defenseless. I mean, you can't jump over a block that's an inch tall. Uh, <laughs> that was yeah. one of the things that kind of infuriated me about the game. But Yeah, you know. which, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty on-rail games. Um, you know, they don't really want you to do a lot of backtracking that's not, you know, right. go grab this item and then go back through this hallway later with this item, you know. You, you, they don't want you doing a bunch of running around. They want you, And they want you to feel defenseless and claustrophobic. They want this to be intimidating, very intimidating. You know, 
it does what it needs to. Um, now another game. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you, I've not. A, I've never been a big fan of them, but you know, they're neat. Uh, would be Final Fantasy. Uh, would be sixteen coming out out in June, twenty second, twenty twenty three. PS five. Now that one is a PlayStation exclusive. This one is for right now. This one is PlayStation exclusive. Yes. Um, which I'm a little upset about. Um. No, I was really excited they released 15 on the Xbox um, and play and the PC. Um, I'm kind of upset that this is only PlayStation, but who knows? This might be, you know, they give it a year and then they're going to release it on PC. Um, this one looks, you know, this one looks really good. I'm going to be honest. Graphics look incredible, which they almost always look incredible. Um, this one um, gives off much more of a medieval vibe. You know, uh, it looks like they the the combat is is a lot quicker. Um, everything now, looks. Now is it going to be turn based? Like no, the... not turn based at all. Nope, nope. They have they have moved away from the turn based formula. Um, you know, turn based is not. It, it, turn based has become a much more niche uh, genre. Um, you know, I wouldn't say turn based was ever the most popular, but it was you know the standard thing to do for RPGs and JRPGs was turn-based, um, but now, you know, people are more into the live-action Borderlands and all that stuff. Um, but this one, I believe it'll have tactical pausing, um, which will kind of bring back elements of turn-based where you basically stop combat, you tell person A to do this, person B to do this, person C to do this, and then you get to pick what you want to do. Um, and then when you unpause it, everybody's things fire off once. Um, Final Fantasy fifteen did that, um, which, you know, that's one of those things where you can take it or leave it. You don't have to use it. But it can come in handy. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about it. They, I believe they're going to go with a very um, uh, a, a deeper story in this one. Um, and it's supposed to be a more dark fantasy feel to it. I, like I said, I'm not a big fan of games, <laughs> but uh, what, what was the beginning story to begin with, anyway? So, um, almost every Final Fantasy is a they're all different. They all take place in different worlds, different universes. None of them really have anything to do with each other. Um, besides, you know, the name. There, there's fantasy. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Okay. That's neat. Uh, uh, another game. Uh, Nightingale. Nightingale. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm pretty interested in Nightingale. Um. That one is, um, it's supposed to be a, a big multiplayer game. Um, it is a survival crafter. Um, this one really reminds me, I don't know if you guys, have you guys played Remnant before? Uh, I've seen it played. So, yeah. Um, so your person will um, basically have a portal and you'll get, um, I don't know if they're, they're cards or something like that. Again, this game is still in development. We don't even have a time of when this game is supposed to be released. Tarot um, card kind of thing? I, I think something along the lines of like tarot cards. Basically, you plug this card into the machine, and it um, generates a uh, a link in the portal, and so you can warp to a different world um, where you can collect resources and do different things. And so you've got like desert biomes, and you've got you know your swamps and your you know your basic stuff. Um, but it's got a very steampunk vibe to it. Um, you know, you, your person's got guns. Um, your everybody's dressed kind of Victorian era style. 
Um, and yeah, I believe you're part of some sort of, I don't know, some special agency or whatever. And yeah, your goal is to basically explore the, the world and do things. Um, you know, not too much is known about it, uh, at least by me past that, but this game looks like it's going to be a great game to play with friends. No, it definitely um, looks like you're going to have environmental enemies. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, everybody, uh, you know, each each uh, environment that you go to is probably going to have unique guys. Um, you know, uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, yeah. Yep. Again, no, no release date for that one yet. Um, they have got a website where you can sign up for a newsletter um, and play demos. Um, they drop that um you know it's not a guaranteed thing uh if you'll be able to be a part of the uh beta but um you know uh you can sign up for a chance to, to try the game out early and see what you think of it it does look like it is only currently pc only right i believe so i believe um it's only going to be pc but who knows they may have plans way down the road to do something else but i don't think it's going to be very much steam What have you guys seen about uh, Spider-Man 2? I'll be honest with you, I, I don't know much about the Spider-Man games. I don't know if it's going off of the uh, Spider-Man universe where you... Uh, so, it's essentially, they're bringing they, so it's Peter Parker, but then they're also going to have uh, Miles Morales in it as well. Right. So, technically, it says Spider-Man 2, but this is really the third game in the series by Insomniac. We had Spider-Man and Spider-Man yeah and now you've got two that's going to bring them together i guess yeah so i mean something that i was wondering when i first when sure everyone was wondering when we first saw the trailer uh you see two spider-mans you see peter parker and you see miles morales but uh even apart from that i mean it's still a single player game there's not even right. a co-op but i believe you get to i think you I don't know if it's free swap between the two. Um, I know you play as both of them, but I don't know if it's free swap or if it's you do uh, this bit as Spider-Man and this bit as uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man. I I don't quite know how that's going to work yet. Um, Maybe it'll be just like how in in the first game you you play as as Mary Jane for a little bit and you do like the little stealth section, so who knows how it's going to work. You know, they're both really cool... uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, because, I mean, you got uh, Peter Parker's new suit, the tech suit, um, new abilities, just bringing a lot more to it. Now, <laughs> going off a, a little tangent here, now, Tobey Maguire is the only Spider-Man that could make its own web. All the other ones, even from the old comic book, they had a device that made web. Right. Which, I mean, 
you'd think that would be the way to go. I mean, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, I'm, I don't know, we'll get some slack, a flack or something, is the best Spider-Man in my opinion. Um, yeah. Um, which that might be a little bit of nostalgia coming in on that one. Um, I actually, I like the Andrew Garfield one, too. I'm not a big fan of the Tom Holland Spider-Man, because he's, comes across as, like, a baby spider, and a little kind of a, an idiot, and it's whiny, and I don't really care for him. He's okay, but it's like, he's so not an independent Spider-Man. The thing he, about that, he relies though. on Iron Man to do everything for it. See, the thing that's like, so when Spider-Man became a thing, that's what it was. Spider-Man was a kid in school, and that's what it was. That's what Stanley created it to be. Right, yeah. He, he started, but he didn't have Iron Man make all of his gadgets for it. He didn't have somebody to hold his hand and tell him he was being a bad kid. Yeah. Um, you know, he wasn't, Spider-Man's main concern wasn't trying to impress a girl and get a date. Um, I'm not even going to talk about how annoying Mary Jane is in that one. She's such a bad Mary Jane. Um, which I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to come right out and say <laughs> Tobey Maguire, Mary Jane, still worse because God, what a self-righteous, oof. She was a terrible person. Um, you know, he would literally do anything for her, and she's just like, yeah, but what about me? What about and it's me? like, he literally is living for you, and you're still like, not good enough. Sorry. Um, you know, I, I think the Andrew Garfield, when they had Gwen Stacy, and it was the best, you know, partner for them. But I, yeah. Um, I mean, that... that it's just that's that's me. Plus, I hope side tangent. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, no, no. Spider Man's such a, a a good character um, in, in the Marvel universe. He's you know he's insanely smart. Um, he's super witty. The dude, you know, in, in some of the comics, he you know he has his own entire tech company. The dude's a super genius. You know, he is right up there with Iron Man as like a insanely smart person you know um and so i just get miffed off that you know this one they've made him like yeah like i get he's young but he was still like at that age in the comics he was making and doing and all of his own stuff and yeah it was a lot more low tech and it wasn't quite as fancy and yada 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 but he wasn't just handed you know all the stuff on a silver platter just because now can i can i say marvel is like not Marvel. I guess any superhero. They're just doing things to death. <laughs> there's so many Spider-Mans. There's a hundred Batmans. There's... That's because people still pay for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Whatever DC, pays. their movies all blow um, because they can't get the hardness of DC right. Um, DC, mo DC movies need to be more grimdark um, with how they do stuff. Batman should not be a jokey thing and everything is light and funny. I, I think AKA the Christian George Bale Clooney's. Batman was probably the best Batman they did. I would say so, which I haven't seen the new Robert Pattinson one, but I've heard good things about it. I've heard really good things about it. I've heard it's a dark movie and everything feels dark and, you know, it's like early era Batman. Um, Marvel movies, you know, Marvel movies are huge because, you know, it's Marvel and everybody just sees Marvel and goes and watches it. Um, I don't think they make good movies anymore. 
Um, I like a lot of the early ones, but any of the new ones, I think they just, you know, they just shovelware crap out every year, and people people see it's part of Marvel, and they're like, oh, I love Marvel, gotta go watch it. And so you, you get, on. Yeah, exactly. You get the Marvel fanboys, and, you know, it, they, they just go see it because it says Marvel, and, you know, oh, Stan Lee's in it, you know. Well, not anymore. Well, they, no, they they recorded a bunch of Stanley. I don't know, I haven't seen some of the newer ones, but they recorded a bunch of Stanley stuff, and they said after he was dead that they were just going to keep shoving Stanley in there. He's going to keep doing cameo. I, I was I was hearing so, that there Ryan Reynolds are going to take his place and do Deadpool cameos. I, I I don't think that was serious, but that would be great if they did. Honestly, I think that'd be the funniest Deadpool thing that they could do. Well, not saying it ruined it, but kind of did. So like when they started the whole multiverse thing, that's what blew Marvel just apart. Like because with the multiverse, they can literally do whatever they want now. Like, they can just bring whoever they want back from the dead. They could replace the character right. with a multiverse character. The ultimate Iron Man, or whatever, what was it? Uh, Superior Iron Superior Man. Superior Iron Man. Oh, well, it, well, it's it's um, it's a woman now, isn't it? No. no. it's Tom Cruise. Oh, it's, so are you serious? It, was, it's, it hasn't happened yet. I haven't um, seen anything about any of this, so I don't know. It was rumored that in uh, Doctor Strange, uh... The multi madness of multi multiverse of madness. Multiverse of madness. Uh-huh. Uh, Tom Cruise was supposed to be in the Superior Six as Superior, or not Superior Six, but um, essentially the Marvel Illuminati. Right. Um, yeah. As Superior Iron Man, but it didn't happen. Okay. I was gonna say I, I had seen something. Um. So, um, Ironheart might be a thing soon. Um, I can't remember what her name is. I didn't watch most of the comics, but. Um, she was a, a girl that uh, Tony Stark kind of found and took on under his wing. And then uh, he had a huge bout of alcoholism and basically fell off and stopped being Iron Man. And she kind of took his place for a long time. Well, the, the rumor now is, I, I'm, it was a rumor from a while ago, but uh, pretty much they're going to bring t- Tony Stark back as Iron Man because something to do with the, um, the Soul Stone. Well, he carried the show. That's why. That's Pretty why much. he's coming back. Is because you know, That's all as soon as is hand dancing. Yeah, as soon as Endgame ended, they're like, okay, we have to have him come back because everything we've been pumping out since then has done terrible. So yeah, they essentially go back, get the Soul Stone to bring him back, and <sighs> I mean that's cool and all. I mean yeah, Rob, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. I don't know if you guys have you guys seen. Iron uh, Robert Downey Jr. since he's become he, vegan. Vegan, uh, he, Ooh, he buddy, looks he rough. looks rough. But he's uh, he, he looks like he's in his upper sixties to seventies now. Like he ate, like he's. I mean, but she, he shaved his hair for for something else, but it does not help him any. I mean, how old he got to be? Like fifty. I think now. he's in his fifties, but yeah, he he his age looks jumped up by about thirty years. He's 57. Yeah, I would have before, uh, I would have put him in his mid-40s, probably. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, after, after this got, vegan thing, he's... He's got the money to look good, so... I mean, yeah. Uh, you know. He, he looks kind of like a scrotum, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if that's safe for podcasts, but yeah. He, if you made it this far, then... Scrotum Downey Jr. Scrotum Downey Jr. <laughs> We're going to get an angry letter. So anyways, next game. <laughs> uh, 
next game on the roster would be System Shock. Uh, I think it's a remake. Yeah, um, remake, spiritual successor, whatever you want to call it. Um, so the original System Shock came out forever ago. Um, you know, um, it was a very early game, but it was one of the first uh, pioneers for like the RPG uh, sci-fi genre. Um, the whole point of this is you are on a derelict space station, um, and an AI has gone rogue. And this is this is not what everybody hears of AI when they're talking about like video game AI or like you know your 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 open chat GPT and all that crap. This is sentience AI instead of virtual intelligence AI. Um, this thing can think for itself, it can feel for itself, it can do all that stuff for itself. But it's been corrupted, and basically it gets split personality disorder and decides that organic life, all organic life needs to die. Um, and it has corrupted everybody on the space station and made them all uh, horrific cyborg monstrosity things. Um, and so basically you're like the only living person left on the, the space station. Um, it's a fantastic game. It deserves a remake. Um, I'm insanely excited for it. It comes out in March. Is that the is that the game where somebody uh, beat it by just talking to the AI and letting them go or something like that? Um, I don't know if you can do that in this one. Um, you might be thinking of the original Fallout where you can talk the bad guy into killing himself. Nah, maybe that's what it was. Um, but yes, it's it's you know in the same era of of the original Fallout. Um, you know, it was a first person shooter back when you know first person shooters were very rough to play and very rudimentary um oh talking about first person shooters it brought what goldeneye back out yep goldeneye for uh it's it's on xbox now um i think i don't know if it's if it came out on any other other consoles maybe switch i could see that but it's on game pass so if you guys want to try it out i've heard it's i've heard it's really good um you know i heard they cleaned it up just a little bit um i'm excited to play it with two joysticks yeah I've heard you can play it just like a regular modern day FPS now, um, which is exciting. Nice to see. Uh, another uh, first person shooter game that's coming out, uh, we're excited about, is uh, that is called Void Train. I, I don't really don't know how to describe this game. It's, it's trippy. Yeah, so um, you're in the void um, and you're on a train. You're, you're, you're cutting through time or yeah something. time space who quite nobody quite knows what um but uh you basically have like a a, a zip wire grappling hook thing and you, you zip around and you grab stuff out of the environments it's a you know a survival kind of crafting base building game where your train is the base and you got you know void monsters and stuff to deal with and you're trying to collect resources and a whole bunch of other junk so it's essentially the same concept as raft, but on a train. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, raft is a really good comparison, except instead of the endless ocean, you're on a space train, void train. Yeah, void train, not space train, void train. Time train. Because I don't, I don't think you've got to worry about like oxygen or anything no, like that. No, I don't. Food, from what food I've seen, maybe, no. but yeah, you know, you, you're gonna grapple out, grab materials, and zip back to the train, and you know, you got guns and stuff and uh yeah yeah it definitely looks interesting it's one of those games that i'm definitely looking forward to trying yep it 
it's another one of those like it, it's a game that's going to be really fun to play with a group of friends for I, sure i don't know if there's an actual end goal to it or if it's just uh i believe as of right now it's unknown so play it until you're bored yep um game comes out sometime in 2023 there's no hard date yet so the devs might change and throw a story in or maybe they won't i, I honestly have no clue on this one I don't even think they've got it announced if it's coming out in early access or if it's just straight launching. I know there's some, I obviously the, the bigger YouTubers and whatnot, they have uh, probably an early access code or something. Uh, some of them get them, yeah, early CDs and such. From what I've seen, it looks really good. Uh, I mean, even if it's pre-release, it looks really good. Mm -hmm. Well, well taken care of. Graphics of it reminds me of um, Satisfactory. Almost. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I would say graphics wise, it looks like satisfactory. Gameplay wise, it might be a little bit closer to um, Breath Edge or um, you know uh, something along those lines. Ah, uh, what's that? Where you've got your full three D motion. It's. Uh, I can't think of it now. Uh, the guy gets the parachuting and all that. The guy that gets what? He can parachute and whatnot. He's supposed to be Mr. Badass. Uh, oh, um. Now I've with the scorpion and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um. Good lord, what is that? Game? Just cause. Just cause. Just it, cause. It, it kind of reminds me of just cause. Maybe with how the grappling works, maybe a little bit like that. It is. It is first person instead of third person. That's a key difference. Oh damn! I... And no ground. And no ground. You uh. You can. Fly into the endless weed. Uh, I think there's a way, that, from what I've seen, I thought there was a way to like snap yourself back to the train if need be. I have no idea. I have no idea. But uh, obviously, like your typical space monsters that you got to worry about, they're mm -hmm. mostly flying, obviously. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely want to play that one. Yep. Uh, we got. Uh, Stalker 2 also coming out. Uh, that's going to be in December 2023 yep. here. Uh, game should have came out uh, last year, uh, except for certain events uh, uh, you know, across the pond. Um, COVID? No, not COVID. Uh, <laughs> more like war. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so the, the devs of Stalker 2 are um, they're in Ukraine. Oh. And uh, actually one of the devs um, died in combat not too long ago. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you know, um, hopefully, you know, uh, not to sound selfish, but hopefully they, they punch the game out because, you know, I, I think these guys deserve to be recognized for uh, an awesome series. I personally have not played a single soccer game, um, but I've, I've seen a lot of, of gameplay on it, and um, it's very Metro. Um, and the Metro series is one of my favorite series. Um, it seems less... Uh, less story and a little bit more sandbox than the Metro series is, but it looks like a fantastic game. Graphics look good, the gameplay looks good, post-apocalypse, you know, Chernobyl kind of feeling. Was Metro open world? Um, so the first two are not. The third one has sandbox levels. So there, I can't just like go to you know wherever you want but you, you you start a level and then it's a sandbox and 
and then you do whatever you need to do in that, and then you can leave when it's time to leave. Yeah, they, they're uh, definitely come a long way with games. They have. Um, graphically, um, gameplay-wise, how everything feels, the smoothness of games. Um, you know, you go back and play a PlayStation game compared to, which I'm a big fan of doing, is, is playing those old-school games. Um, it's it's a world apart. Um, you know, games, some games tend to rely too much on graphics nowadays and not enough on story, but you know, um, hopefully it's just a pendulum swing, and as, as games can't graphically advance as much as they used to, then people are going to focus much more on games, and you know, like how we've got the indie game market just exploding. Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, big game devs decide to start doing the same and start pumping out games that are fantastic. So, kind of regarding uh, Stalker 2, I'm hoping that they don't pull um, a Halo. And so, it's releasing as single player, but they say that multiplayer is going to come out after release as a free update. Yeah. Whereas, like, Halo, they... I think they butchered that whole idea and they yeah. just got rid of it. Halo, like... Yeah, Halo, uh, ooh, Infinite. Uh, it was so bad that they um, they removed 343 from working on it. Nice. Yeah, they, they shit hand them. 343 uh, did it for years, didn't they? Uh, took over from Bungie. Oh, yeah. And I don't think they did a good Halo game since 343 took oh, over. Oh, yeah, it was Bungie. Did Bungie. From the original. Yeah, yeah, Bungie was the starters, and they're they're doing Destiny now. Um, yeah, I think uh, 343 kind of screwed the pooch. Yeah. You know, Halos, it's Halo, so they're all pretty decent games, but... Eh. Microsoft definitely did. So, but uh, some games we're looking forward to, we haven't got uh, release dates or... Yeah, we've got no... These games, we don't have times. Uh, there's no windows No, in the next couple of years. Um, we, we've got, like, basically concepts and a trailer. Um, you know? Uh, one that looks kind of neat is uh, Blight, Blight Survival. Yep. Yeah, medieval meets zombies, it's kind of seems like it's going to be in, I, I'm guessing you'll probably have crossbows, but it'll be a lot of close combat. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen uh, the, the, the trailer for it had the, the person using a bow um, and there's different armor and I think you kind of lose armor as you go. I think they said it's supposed to be a roguelike. Um, who knows what that entails if that means your person dies and you lose everything or if that means you you know Nobody knows really anything about this game besides, you know, it's it's knights and zombies. And um, I wonder if they're going to do open world or, or if it's going to be, you can do traps. I, I think it's a, it looks like they're going to try and do a bit of an open world. Who knows how big the map is going to be, but right. I'm very excited for it. Uh, the other one, Atlas Fallen, is Final Fantasy-esque kind of desert world. Yep. Yep. Um, the trailer for this shows them, you know, like these guys are, yeah, they're like sand magicians. 
Um, you watch them slide down a hill and they're controlling sand and they're moving super fast and they literally form the sand into, you know, giant blades and they're fighting monsters and stuff like that that also look like they're made out of sand. It's um, Persia. Yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. Yeah, it looks like kind of like Final Fantasy and Prince of Persia had a baby. Um, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Um, that's that's just from the stuff that I see. Um, it's it's very interesting. Now I know Armored Core uh, is your game. Yes, um, I'm a huge Armored Core fan. Um, I'm so glad to see that they're putting one out. Um, when was the last one that came out? Um, Armored Core Five came out a long time ago. I think it was the, it was the 360 era still. Um, but you know, obviously these uh, these are the devs that have made um, 2012. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so these are these are the devs behind you know Elden Ring and all of the other um, from software games. You know, you know, fantastic game devs. Um, and from what they've said from this, they're they're going to make it, um, you know, in the vein of, um, but not making it a Souls like. So it's not like your person dies and you lose your 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 stuff and then you've got to respawn and get your souls or whatever. It's going to be. Just like the old armor cores, except with the more you know modern takes, and it looks fantastic just from the trailer I've seen. Now the armor cores, just like Final Fantasy, every game's its own, or um, or to no, linear? they they all have um, linear is not the right word. Um, they all take place during different chunks of time, um, but they're all in the same universe. Um, you know uh, the original games. Um, there's like a rebellion on Earth um, between like Earth and a bunch of or a bunch of major companies, um, which is kind of the same thing throughout all of them. Is there's these super massive conglomerates? Think you know if, if Amazon ended up owning a country is basically uh, what happens in this. Um, but they all end up going to war with each other, and they've got giant mechs, and they fight each other, um, and eventually they uh, settle on Mars. And then there's a war between Mars and Earth. And then there's a war between companies on Mars. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a world of constant strife and struggle. It's a um, world of the pissing match. Basically, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, giant mech smash stuff fun. So, you know, that's all I've got to say about that one. It looks, looks fun. Uh, about, uh, I don't know anything. I think these next couple games, I have no idea. So, uh, yeah, uh, most of these ones on this are things that I've, I've uh, discovered. Um, Avowed is, it's by Obsidian. Um, it, it looks like a um, competition for uh, Skyrim, basically. Um, you know, the Elder Scrolls series. It is, um, I believe, a new proprietary uh, IP um, by Obsidian. Um, you know, and Obsidian and Bethesda are now both owned by Microsoft, so um, they're probably going to have close ties to each other. Uh, it's going to be its own world, its own thing, but yeah, it looks like a first-person hack-and-slash swords and magic kind of game, um, which, you know, Obsidian makes fantastic games. Um, Fallout New Vegas is one of my favorite games all the time. I mean, it's amazing that they completed that game in, you know, under a year, I believe. Didn't they do... Uh, Outer Worlds, too. And they've made a bunch of other ones. Uh, Elder Scrolls. No, Elder no. Scrolls is Bethesda. Oh. Elder, Elder Scrolls is the overarching genre, and then 
then you've got um, like Oblivion and Skyrim. So they're Elder Scrolls Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Morrowind, Elder Scrolls Redguard, hmm. you know, Elder Scrolls Arena. They're all different games. Um, but yeah, um, so Avowed looks like it's going to be a, a, along the same veins of, you know, Gothic or, um, you know, Oblivion and Skyrim. This next one, this next one's a, a personal one of mine, um, Haunted Chocolatier. It's um, by the same guy who made Stardew Valley. A fantastic um, farming sim, uh, think like Harvest Moon. Um, you, uh, in, in Stardew Valley, you know, you're a, a farmer that uh, basically get tired of the humdrum of the city life. And, um, yeah, you, uh, you're gonna in this one apparently you're gonna run a chocolate shop um and yeah derivative it's 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 different but honestly if it if it follows the the same beats as stardew valley it's gonna be a fantastic game um but yeah chocolate shop it's got ghosts in it that i apparently help you do stuff um you know yeah you go out you fight monsters you collect ingredients and you you bond with the, the townsfolk um I'm not quite as honestly as excited about the the chocolatier thing as I would be about like the farming stuff, but you know uh, it's it's a great game, uh, great great developer. You know the man's making this all by himself, so takes a lot of skill to do that. Yep, yeah. uh, but I think we're gonna end that here. Uh, I mean, pretty pretty good discussion on some of these games. Uh, what would you What would you guys say you're you're the one you're most excited about? Uh, I would say Sons of the Forest. I yeah, definitely Sons of the Forest, followed up by Hogwarts. Yeah, the Hogwarts Legacy is my. I would say Sons of the Forest and then Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I would honestly. I would probably say, Atomic Heart. Or, um, maybe uh, Stalker Two. Um. I'm a huge fan of like the uh, the more single player experience, um, but yeah. Uh, anyways, there you know, there's a whole bunch of games coming out. Uh, this looks like this is going to be an insanely good year for video games. Um, hopefully, we get some real dead ringers. Um, our plan is, once these games come out, then we're gonna you know play them and be back here and hopefully talk about them. And hopefully, these games come out uh, like we hope, and they turn out really good. You know, but not a scam game. Yeah, maybe. Ho- hopefully, uh, day before is not. Which when that comes out, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about that. Um, hopefully, that game stays out of the news for all the uh, all the bad reasons, um, and you just hear stuff about their you know fixing it and they get their issue straightened out, and it turns out to be you know just a a bunch of drama for no reason. Yep. Uh, you got anything, Dan? Uh, I mean, just feedback, input, what you want to hear. Um, yeah. I mean, this one was kind of mainly about video games, but, I mean, going to be going over quite a bit of different stuff over this. Yeah, if you want to hear about anything or want us to talk about anything, let us know, and we will try to do our best to make it a topic of conversation. Yep. Um, so, yeah, again, uh, my name's Zach. Um uh, I'm pretty much into uh, anything video games related. I'm, you know, I'm the 
conspiracy nerd, um, all those things, um, wide range of uh, topics excite me. So, you know, yeah, absolutely. Make sure you guys reach out to us with anything that you would like to see us talk about. And again, I'm Bill. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm too much of a gamer, but you know what? I'll put a keyboard and a mouse in front of me and I'll play for hours. So, but I'm more of the action, sometimes stealth, not well, but, and uh, I like the survival and base building kind of games. Uh, yeah, I'm Dakota. Uh, definitely love the like apocalyptic games. Just, I like single player games every now and then, but it's nice to get with the group and just play. Definitely trying to research when I can and figure out what we can do to make it better. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, uh, everybody. I uh, hope you all have a good day. Yep. See you.